Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. And welcome to a brand new series that I am titling Life's Answering Life's Questions. I came up with that on the spot. The premise of the series is pretty simple. I'm going to type a word or two into Google, allow autofill to basically ask the questions uh, for the internet, and I will give you my answer. Um, I saw a series like this, I think it was on Vanity Fair or GQ or something. They do the same thing, but with celebrities. So it's like celebrities answer the internet's biggest or most burning or pressing questions or something. So I thought it was a really cool idea. Uh, hopefully Vanity Fair or GQ or whoever it is don't um, send me a cease and desist for using this format. I'm sure I'll be okay. Um, now before jumping into this, I want to, you can probably just hear the sleep. You can probably hear how much sleepier I am rolling out of bed since I got this Helix mattress and this ultra cool pillow. But, um, they're part of my life now, so I'm not going to get rid of them. So Helix mattress, proud sponsors of this episode, proud partner of the podcast. Couldn't be happier to have them on board because, uh, their Helix Dusk Luxe mattress is an ultra cool pillow. I mean, they're, they're making my life even easier. I wasn't struggling before, but, you know, my significant other's upset with them because I'm a deep sleeper and now, you know, I'm just a little bit, you know, something goes, you know, a little sound goes off in the middle of the night. It's, she can't wake me up. So, very simple. Not going to ramble too much. Again, I think their glowing reviews online speak for themselves. But Helix is obsessed with getting you the right mattress customized for you. They have a two-minute sleep quiz that matches you to the perfect mattress based on your body type and sleep preference. What other mattress company does that for you? Uh, their mattresses are customized to your needs, so there's no compromising on a mattress that wasn't designed for you. Um, again, what company does that? Um, if you have a significant other maybe you share the bed, they will split the mattress down the middle for you. So it's a great, perfect mattress for couples. Um, and they stand by their product. 100-night sleep guarantee, 10-year warranty. Um, they'll pick it up for you if you don't love it, but I love it. For me, it's, again, the Helix Dusk Lux is that medium-feel mattress. Uh, so you kind of dip in a little bit to it, but you don't feel like it's caving in. The way I like to say it is my previous mattress with the foam topper, um, I felt like I was sinking into an abyss after a while because the foam top itself was so indented. It doesn't happen with this mattress. It's given me that bounce, that support, but my body's able to settle into it. So, you know, it, it's almost a little bit firm, but without uh, applying the firmness throughout, it, it kind of applies it in the, the perfect way so your, your body lies flat. So... Here's the offer that Helix is offering you guys, and uh, I think it's a fantastic offer. Go to helixsleep.com slash relax, take their two-minute sleep quiz, 
and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Right now, Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders. So you can get up to $125 off at helixsleep.com slash relax. One more time, that's helixsleep.com slash relax for up to $125 off your mattress order. Of course, I will link uh, that offer and that URL in the description. Moving along to the new series, thanks to Helix. And I'm not joking when I'm telling you that. If you hear me a little bit different, a little bit sleepier, I'm not joking. That is exactly why. The other mattress, the other pillows I use, regular pillows, you know, I wake up kind of hot. I have like this ache in my lower back. So I'm up. I'm up early because I got to be up early, but I'm also up early because my mattress and my pillows before were kind of forcing me to wake up. It hasn't been the case with uh, Helix. So anyway, this series, I explained it before. So the questions we're going to go over today start with what? What? And I will try to give you my answers as we go along. So let's jump into it. First question, answering life's questions. What time is it? Today, I have a day off work. So I'm recording a little bit later than usual. My local time is 8 a.m. Typically, I'm up by 6 or 7 at the latest. 6 if I'm going to record. Again, today, that's... I mean, you're probably sick of me hearing about... I mean, if, if you had a Helix mattress, you would know why I'm, why I don't shut up about them, because it's, it's something, man. But anyway, uh, woke up a little bit later, still sleepy as hell, but, you know, what can I say? Um, what is my IP? I will not disclose that. I'm not sure if my IP address is something private or not, but I'll pass on it for now. I do use a VPN, and this will be a great time to plug, like, ExpressVPN or NordVPN or another VPN service, but, alas, I don't have a VPN sponsor. I mean, for, uh, for full disclosure, I do use ExpressVPN. I've been very happy with them. Not that you asked. I'm giving you that information. What is daylight savings time? Great question. Daylight savings time is the practice of advancing clocks during summer months so that evening daylights last longer while sacrificing normal sunrise times. Typically, regions that use daylight savings times time adjust clocks forward one hour close to the start of spring and adjust them backwards in the autumn to standard time. In effect, daylight savings time causes a lost hour of sleep in the spring and an extra hour of sleep in the fall. George Hudson proposed the idea of daylight savings in 1895. The German Empire in Austria, Hungary, and Austria, Hungary organized the first nationwide implementation starting on April 3, 1916. Many countries have used it at various times since then, particularly since the energy crisis of the 1970s, which I was curious about the energy crisis of the 1970s because 
Uh, I was not born in the 70s, and I had never heard of the 1970s energy crisis. So I uh, did copy-paste this from Wikipedia. The 1970s energy crisis was a period when the major industrial countries of the world, particularly the U.S., Canada, Western Europe, Japan, Australia, and New Zealand, faced substantial petroleum shortages, real and perceived, as well as elevated prices. The two worst crises of its period were the 1973 oil crisis and the 1979 energy crisis, when the Yom Kippur War and the Iranian Revolution triggered interruptions in Middle Eastern oil exports. I've got my issues with daylight savings time. I've probably spoken about this multiple times on the podcast, but here's my issue. The clock moves back, um, and so then during the winter time, you have shorter days. The days are already shorter in winter because of, well, you know, winter. Um, and it's set up so that the sun is going down earlier. So essentially, while I was in Canada, which I lived in for a good chunk of my life, you get less sun during the course of the day. At least that's the way I remembered it. I loved living in Canada for that time. Friendly people, very clean everywhere. People respect rules. I was a big, big fan of Canada. Although I will say this, Canadians, they get a rap for being very friendly. I actually don't find Canadians to be ultra-friendly. I think what Canadians are, they're very temperate. They're very moderate. So what I mean by that is, you know, you will rarely have a negative experience with a Canadian in Canada. You know, you, 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 it's not common, at least in the city I was in. I was in Ontario. I'm not going to disclose the city because I don't think I need to. Um, so I was in the province of Ontario. Anyway, people, you know, you ask people a question, you know, they'll be helpful. Um, you know, you check out at the grocery store. It's, hey, how are you? How's your day going? Okay, great. Have a good one. You know, it's, it's, you hold the door open for people and people say, thank you. It's, you know, your server provides good service, whatever it may be. But Canadians, in my opinion, they never... It's difficult for a Canadian to take that extra step in being your friend. So, for example, um, Canadians will, let's say you run into the same person at, you know, a coffee shop. And I'm not saying they're exceptions, they're exceptions. This is my experience in general. So, you know, I know I have Canadian listeners. Please don't email me saying, hey, what you just described, I do all the time. Um, which, in that case, I'd say you're probably not being very truthful. But, for example, let's say you go into the same coffee shop around the same time. You see the same person there that happens to, or you see them frequently. Like, Canadians are the type to kind of smile, you know, hey, good morning, or hey, how's it going? And then they're on their way. And then there are other groups of people that eventually over time from just seeing the same person, they kind of strike 
of friendship. Canadians will do that from time to time where, you know, it's like, oh, you know, hey, how's it going? Good to see you again. And, you know, you kind of make a friendship from there, but they're not as quick to. So, in other words, in the scale of friendliness, which is something I've um, made up right now, on the scale of friendliness, one being a, a deplorable human being, very rude, um, doesn't respect others, and then a 10 being the person will give their shirt to anyone who needs it. Canadians for me are always a four, five, six. You know, well, let me give a little more credit. Canadians are always a five, six, or seven. They're always kind, courteous enough, but it takes it takes a more concerted, you know, like walking down the street. I mean, I'm sure if you live in a very small rural town, it's different, but walking down the street, you know, you don't really get people saying hi to each other or anything like that. So, again, love Canadians, um, but it's just different. You know, I've lived in places where people are, I mean, honestly, from my experience, they're, they're a one, two, or three, very rude, very, but then... You know, you also have people that are seven, eight, nine, tens, people that are just exceptionally friendly and wanna wanna socialize. And, you know, Canadians are less quick to socialize and really get in there. Anyway, my experience. Please don't don't insult me later, saying I don't know anything. I don't know much, and yet here I am answering life's questions. What men want now. If we actually search this on Google, we will see what results we get. I'm doing that now. First thing that comes up is the 2019 movie, What Men Want. The description of the movie is, or reads as, Passed up for a well-deserved promotion, sports agent Allie Davis wonders what else she needs to do to succeed in a man's world. Hoping to find answers from a psychic, Allie drinks a weird concoction that suddenly allows her to hear what men are thinking. The movie stars Taraji P. Henson and Tracy Morgan. That would be frightening. Not just for a woman to get into the mind of a man, but for anyone to get into the mind of a man. It is not a sanitary place. So, would not wish that on anyone. But, uh, well, actually, literally, the first two or three pages here on Google only reference the movie. It's kind of weird. I think Taraji P. Henson is fantastic. I think Taraji P. Henson is such a great actress. And Tracy Morgan, what I've always appreciated about Tracy Morgan is he kind of has, like, one or two-note comedy, but he just, he executes his style perfectly every time so but I don't know I mean I, I think trying to answer the question I think men are simple in most ways complicated in others that's a rabbit hole I'll probably avoid in great detail for now but you know depends on the man obviously so I think in general men like um, healthy competition I think men like to uh feel praised for their efforts. I think men are 
are uh, pretty simple creatures. I mean, again, I think creatures of habit typically like only a few things, try not to complicate things too often. I think men are very bad at hiding uh, what's on their mind. So I don't know. Again, I'm I'm just I'm rambling and generalizing. I don't. Please don't at me later. Moving along. What happened to Monday? What happened to Monday is a 2017 dystopian science fiction thriller, film directed by Tommy Warcola and starring Numi Rapace. Glenn Close and Willem Dafoe one of my favorite actors Dafoe that is for me one of the few actors that can pull off different roles seamlessly as far as I'm concerned because think about it he can be slimy and creepy as the Green Goblin in Spider-Man and then he can be this loving janitor handyman thing manager at um the Florida Project, so he, in my opinion, just does a very good job of different roles, and you, you're able to empathize, and you're able to believe him very quickly. A guy like James DeFranco for me is, you know, he tries, but when I see DeFranco, I just see DeFranco. He's like, hi, like you can tell, well, I don't know if you can tell, but he kind of looks like he's just been like smoking a little bit, kind of looks like a California guy. Just like a laid-back actor. I don't know. Anyway, the film was released theatrically in Europe and Asia, and Netflix bought the streaming rights to the film for the U.S. as well as the U.K. and Latin America. Plot is pretty simple. Around 2018, overpopulation has caused a worldwide crisis, resulting in a strict one-child policy enforced by the Child Allocation Bureau. All but the eldest children are put into cryosleep. Electronic bracelets track all citizens. Karen Setman dies while giving birth to identical septuplets. Their grandfather, Terrence, names uh, them after the days of the week. The sisters use wigs and makeup to cover any identifying features. So they basically are able to go out the day that corresponds to their name. Now, it sounds interesting, and I do remember trailers for the film, uh, or maybe the Netflix home screen would show the trailer, and I thought it was a cool idea. The film has a 58% on Rotten Tomatoes by critics and a 67% by the audience. So, on the surface, it seems like it's a fun film worth diving into. And I understand Rotten Tomatoes doesn't always paint an accurate picture. And it's a waste to just watch things for Rotten Tomatoes. But sometimes it's... Um, you know, a good reference point. What is love? A very deep philosophical question um, has many answers. Love for me can be identified something like completely enjoying someone or something unconditionally and being present in the moment. That's kind of my general idea on that topic. Um, really, I think the things that I love to do, for example, are things that regardless of the time, place, whatever, I, I look forward to doing and I enjoy them in the moment without worrying about anything outside of space. You know, a good example for me personally is basketball with my former high school teammates. That for me is a love for sport and friendship that comes together perfectly. 
like when we get a chance to play pickup basketball, it's a time I, you know, it's a moment in time I relish and I enjoy it completely because, you know, I don't get to do that that often at this point. It's maybe once a year, twice a year, maybe. So, I don't know. Very simplistic. Love can be whatever you want it to be, obviously. It's very subjective. There is no one answer, but that for me is the first thing that pops into my head. Next question. What is the weather? Well, where I'm at now, it's probably between 65 and 75 degrees Fahrenheit and very sunny. What are the Spanish question words? Quien equals who? Que equals what? Donde equals where? Cual equals which? Porque equals why? And como equals how? What are the five W's and H? They are what, where, why, when, who, how. What is it? Current time in California? I don't know. Something like, like six or seven, I think. I don't know. What by Drake? This is referring to some song. Nice for what by Drake? The other day I saw that Drake, in his concert, he, for some reason he tried a half-court shot, and he missed by like 10 feet. What I kind of love and what I kind of think is so funny about Drake is he does so many things that are so dorky. He's kind of a dork, in my opinion. Like, for being a rapper, like, on top of his game and worldwide success and fame and all that, he, he's just kind of a dork. Like, he'll get snubbed at the entrance of uh, the doors so that he can't celebrate a win with, I think it was Golden State Warriors, I don't remember. Maybe it was like the University of Kentucky basketball team. Like, they just didn't let him in. Or maybe it was a Conor McGregor fight. I don't remember. Versus Khabib a while back. I, um, even though I have my suspicions about Drake, he's kind of a strange guy. Like, the whole thing with, like, he'll chat with, like, Millie Bobby Brown. It's kind of unsettling, in my opinion. But, anyway, in his concert, they pulled out a uh, basketball hoop and he took a half-court shot, and he missed. He was like four feet short. Just very embarrassing, but... Like, a guy that I think is always on top of his game and has a ton of swag is Lewis Hamilton. For me, that guy is like... He's always very calm, very quiet, but he's he's just... He has this killer instinct when he's driving, and he doesn't settle for a second. You know, he's a little bit annoying sometimes with... with especially with his teammate, with uh, Botas, but... He, uh, that's a guy that, like, handles himself with a lot of swag, and he's very careful with how he portrays himself. So, anyway, with that very anticlimactic ending, I'm going to sign off. Let me know what you think about the series. I do plan on doing why, when, and, uh, if the series is doing well, I'll do other questions starting with why and how and so on and so forth. Share your thoughts. Let me know how you like this series so far. You can always email me by sending a message to hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Thanks again to Helix for sponsoring this episode. Remember to go to helixsleep.com slash relax for up to $125 off all mattress orders. 
that's it for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.